Hello! Welcome to Why Not Both, the podcast all about how our multiple passions and interests shape our identity and our lives. My name is Pam Schaefer, and I am a musician and therapist in Los Angeles, and I also happen to be your host. This podcast is produced by Laura Studeris, and for this season, we've partnered up with Under the Radar magazine. If you like what you hear, you can hang out with us on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at WNB, the podcast. And if you really, really like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. We are under Why Not Both podcast. When you join our Patreon, you get a whole bunch of really cool behind the scenes stuff and you get to chat with us. And that's pretty awesome. Thank you so much for your support. And I hope you enjoy our interviews. For this episode, we got to hang out with Girl in Red and chat about, quite literally, everything under the sun. I hope that you enjoy. Welcome to Why Not Both, where has an attention span. <laughs> yeah, I, my mom says I have a monkey brain, and I think she's not, I don't think she's wrong. I think she's right. I I, I look, I see something, and then, like, I'm go- gone constantly. So I, I think I need to close my eyes now, because I can't look at anything. <laughs> Someone once asked me why I was late, and I, I definitely said traffic because I'm from LA, um, but I was literally distracted by the books that I own on my own shelf one time. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that sounds very like like a good moment, honestly. Like, you're just like appreciating the fact that you probably have like a bunch of books you've never read. So that's yep. like, I mean, I, I do that. At least that's, I mean, I have like some, some like Simone de Beauvoir books that I've never read. And like, it's just like, look, staring at me and like, girl you're never going to read this. <laughs> That's hilarious. My, my bookshelf is like totally a melange of things that I've read like a million times and then things that I've never read. And there's no in between. It's not like there's like, oh, there's one that I've skimmed through. It's just like, it's really one or the other. Yeah, I, I relate to that. I just feel like I've read The Price of Being a Wallflower like 10 times now. So I, I need to... I need to, you know, renew some brain cells soon because, you know, I, I don't want to be that person who's like, I don't know, trapped in my own little bubble. I don't know what I'm talking about. Stop me now. Okay. <laughs> no, that's, that's interesting you say that because like in fiction, sometimes you can get like, you almost want to go back and visit your favorite characters because like they only live in that book. And so if you aren't reading that book, you aren't hanging out with them right then. Oh, honestly that made me kind of sad because I just read Just Kids by Patti Smith and I miss I miss them like that's weird that like I I, I feel like I, I something is weird with me because I I miss Patti and Robert from that book and like even though like Patti is it's like it's a it's a real it's kind of based on a real story I yeah. feel like I miss being in it so I kind of relate to that actually that makes complete sense. I remember reading that and feeling similarly, and that's why I've read that book four times. <laughs> oh, I've, I have, I've only been able to read it once, but I'm probably going to read it at some other point in my life when I when I feel like I need that extra inspiration and reason why I ever became an artist. Exactly, exactly. And especially, I mean, we were chatting before about how it's like, the pandemic vibes of oh how charming it is now when zoom makes a strange noise and someone sounds abstract (laughs) um I don't know if you've been reading a bunch during core um I did find myself reading more and becoming all the more attached to the characters that I've read about I don't 
I don't think I've read that much more, actually. I feel like I've just been on my phone a lot more, which is a bad <laughs> uh, development. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like, I think I wrote in my diary that like the only thing that I care about is this girl from Instagram to DM me. And I was like, holy shit. Okay. I think I've come to like a point of desperation and like literally nothing else than just like social media. And then I feel like that was a turning point because I was like, I, I don't want, I don't want this to be me. So um, now I think I'm, well, I'm making some music also, but I don't know. Quarantine has made me weird. I feel like this <laughs> pandemic is just like, I don't know. I don't I don't know who I am anymore. Well, it is like a time to in a way almost like redefine our identities because in a way we're not being observed except on our phones. Like I've heard that a lot cuz I actually I've been on my phone a bit more too and discovered TikTok. Um you discovered TikTok? <laughs> oh my god. My condolences. <laughs> RIP my dwindling attention span. Um yeah. <laughs> well honestly tiktok is like it's the it's my favorite app it's uh of all the social media apps right now it's like the one that's the most fun and it's just like oh sorry my dog just came in now speaking of animals dog. yeah we just got in for, home from a walk and now she is looking at me with her dog eyes she just got her food so now she's like <clears throat> i want my after foods S- snack cuddle. Thank you, son. Oh, there she is. There she goes. What kind of dog is she? She's a she's a she's a Bernese Mountain dog. Oh my goodness! <gasps> yes, she's a gigantic, beautiful teddy bear. Like she's a she's a real cutie. What a good floof! Yeah, she's a floof. Oh my god. The best kind. Oh, yeah. That sounds like she's amazing to go on walks with too, because then you could see all the fluff just sort of like sauntering down the street. In the wind. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. When did she get I I got her this summer actually. I adopted her. So she she's she was three and a half when I adopted her and she needed a new home. So I was like, Yay, I also want you in my home. So like get inside. Kind of (laughs) ass. Um yeah, it was, it was, she's really made my life a lot better. It's insane. Oh, yeah, that's, it's funny. Cause I was like, yeah, I, that life sounds so familiar. I'm just like, since our main contacts are through the internet, of course, waiting on a girl to DM you is like what you do. And then the thing <laughs> that keeps you half sane is the furry creature that has come to visit your home. And is your yes. familiar now. <laughs> Honestly, that I think she's probably one the one thing that has kept me like sane during this time like because she keeps me busy and like and I she keeps my attention and mm-hmm. when I'm about to spiral into some weird shit you know she she's there and she's like hey and when I cry she mm-hmm. comes up to me and she wants to she wants like she wants to comfort me I'm pretty sure oh. she knows I'm crying she knows I'm sad as hell uh-huh uh-huh yeah. well animals animals know and they're like are you distressed can i can i lick you can i make muffins on you like what do you need human <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't really have like they don't have anything to offer it but themselves which i think is really sweet mm. it's just so pure 
that's a beautiful way of putting it. I hadn't thought of that that way, that they're just like, I bring you fluffy love. That's it. <laughs> yes. I mean, they're literally, I mean, they're, they're also like, they bring you a lot of work. Like they, they cause a lot of work, but it's definitely worth it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My sometimes cat um, begs for food when I'm getting my vitamins because like my vitamin bottle, I guess, sounds like her treat bottle. And so oh. like, he just goes berserk when I have my morning vitamins. <laughs> like I'm like, I don't think That's he wants so these. <laughs> Really cute. She also gets really fired up when I'm like, I just open up like uh, I have like this kitchen, like I don't know what they're called, like is a a cabinet or whatever. Like I just store a lot of food in there. Well, now it's just like a lot of candy and chips, so I don't really have any food. Like my fridge just contains like oat milk and then film, like photographer for photography and. Uh uh moldy pizza pizza so that's it it's, sounds it's, it's a bad fridge <laughs> but it has I'm, film in it <laughs> it has film in it and that's the only thing that makes it a cool fridge I mean also oat milk is my favorite of the milks so I'm like I mean honestly yes like the, the other than dairy like I don't even like dairy anymore I used to I used to drink whole milk like for pleasure living on the edge <laughs> yeah but I don't want that dairy in me anymore I just want I just plus oat milk is actually a lot better for the environment it's true out of all the milks I I researched all the non-dairy because I I did not uh, love dairy prior but then dairy decided it really didn't love me so it was an antagonistic relationship oh. um and so I researched all of the non-dairy milks and of all of them because I like almond milk, like soy milk's kind of me. Um, but oat milk, I was like, oh, this is so delicious. I really hope that this is actually good for the environment as well. And it was. I was like, yes, good. Yay. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. It's like, it's so good in like a, in like a latte. It's yes. so good. Oh like, my God. I, my go-to order now is like double ice latte with oat milk. That like, there's something about oat milk that just like really, that really just like, amplifies coffee taste yes it's better than the other non-dairy ones because almond milk doesn't blend really well it gets like weird and chunky but like oat milk blends perfectly so anyone listening to this if you're yes. like oh no i i wish i could have dairy but i can't oat milk i'm allergic to like a lot of things it's it's unfortunate <laughs> I, I'm, also, I'm also allergic to a lot of things i discovered i was allergic to a to walnuts Last year, I was in Copenhagen oh. in February, right before I realized that, holy shit, okay, maybe uh-huh. I shouldn't be traveling. Uh, anyways, I went into a 7-Eleven and I bought a cookie because I was like, I want that cookie so hard. Uh-huh. Uh, took one bite and like immediately my mouth just like exploded and like my lips <gasps> got really swollen and no. it felt really weird. And then like I started getting a bunch of rash and then like I was rushed to the hospital. Oh um, my God. I know. So I have like one of those EpiPens with me now. Oh, oh my God. Yes. And I had to inject it. I had to inject it. I was in the studio and then my friend ordered, uh, like ordered a couple of sandwiches and they were really good, but the pesto had walnuts in it. Oh no. Uh, so I had to call 911 and then I was like, yo, 
okay, I got some, I had some walnuts in my pesto, and he was like, inject your EpiPen right now. <laughs> oh, no. And then, like, the ambulance came. Um, luckily, ambulances in Norway are free. I recently figured out, like, they're not free in the United States, uh, which is crazy, but, so, it was, luckily, yeah. I survived, and they brought me to the hospital. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad that you discovered what it was exactly, but that's terrifying when you have a food allergy like that, like... Because then you're like, is yeah. it going to be in this mystery food that I'm eating? Like one of my friends that, that tours a lot, though obviously not right now, she, she has a very similar thing. And it's very difficult because then she's like, no, like I'm not just being a diva. And like saying, <laughs> I, can't, I can't eat certain things. <laughs> like she's like, no, it's very bad if I eat this. <laughs> oh my uh, God. And it's, yeah. it's kind of sad, like how like some female artists will like, automatically be like I promise I'm not a diva <laughs> I know. I've, I've gone into I've gone into that same like hey like this needs to be in this way for me to like function but it's not like a diva thing it's like I will get really really anxious or like it, it will just like not work for me if if it's like that yeah and then I'm like I'm always so scared I'm gonna be like perceived as a diva because I don't want to be like I've had nightmares about becoming a diva like I don't want to be one <laughs> Which is so strange because I think about it. I'm like, does anyone else worry about being a diva? And the answer is yes. And I'm like, what stories were we told that we're afraid of like expressing our own preferences and wanting things the way that work for us? And I was like, wait, that's a good thing. Why am yes, I afraid of a it good is. thing? <laughs> Plus, also, I feel like I think I've I'm, I think I've solved the myth of a diva because I don't think I'm not even sure. Like some people might be a little bit high maintenance, but I, I don't know. But I think a lot of de- people who think, you know, artists or anyone is like a little bit of a diva is because they have certain expectations of how that person is. Mm-hmm. So when they meet that person and their expectations are not met, they're like, oh my God, you're not what I thought you were. So therefore you're a diva. Or like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 So it's kind of like when like your own sort of, I don't know, imagination and kind of like own perception that you've made of a person doesn't really match that. And it's like, or maybe you feel like you don't get exactly what you want from that person. You think it's because of their divaness. Who knows? But that's my theory. Yeah. And also like in a way, having uh, having boundaries is I guess how I'd put it, where it's like, if people have part of their life be private or people express what their preference is and they don't compromise on certain things that they're like, no, yeah. like either this works for me or like it doesn't. And if it doesn't work for me, like I don't have to be down on it, but I don't have to engage with it. Um, yeah. And that can be perceived as like diva behavior when really like in my brain now I'm like, oh, no, you're just being a cat. <laughs> like I love that. <laughs> That's so I actually I met a cat yesterday. I'm speaking of allergies. I'm so allergic to cats. Like I will die if a cat is near me. Oh no. But I met a cat yesterday and like I I felt really offended. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm like, I used to lo- like I've had many cats. I used to have a cat named Pepperoni. I loved him. We would we would do cool tricks together and especially me making him do like backflips and shit. It used to be weird, but um I was also a child uh who didn't really know that maybe I shouldn't be throwing my cats around anyways um, doing backflips carry on (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Anyways, I met that cat yesterday and I was like, why don't you want to like hang out with me? Because I'm so used to like Luna, my dog, just throwing herself at me constantly. Yep. Yep. And that's, so, that's totally, yeah. that's a cat vibe where cats are like, I don't want to hang out with you right now. And you're like, why? And the cat's like, no reason. I just don't feel like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, I mean, like, I, I also, I get it. I mean, like they're an, a, like they're animals. Like I don't really, I don't really feel like I have the right to like expect an animal to love me, but I'm, because like they're, you know, they, they probably used to like, I don't know. I don't even know what, not, I mean, they're probably so like, what's it called? Like when you put animals inside your house. Domesticated. They're so like, yes, that word. I feel I'm okay. I'm so confused by that word because <laughs> I feel like, like I feel like domestic flights, and then it's like domestic violence and domesticated cats. Like, what is this shit? Like, I I don't know the difference between any of these. Yep, yep. I was like, I could get real nerdy on that because it it comes from the same Latin root that means yeah. It's like a family or like kind of around like domi. I'm well, yeah. I'm probably going to cut that out because wow am I nerdy um but it's like <laughs> why am I like this <laughs> like the domain oh. yeah it's all the same root and so it's like that which is in like your domicile your home um and so well, is that is that another way of home uh-huh uh-huh like of saying home uh-huh. domicile domicile mm-hmm. whoa right it's this really weird okay. like yeah, <laughs> when you said that, I was like, oh, oh, wait, I got this one. <laughs> oh, okay, but I mean, like, I, I have more, like, understanding of, like, I don't know, like, we have different words for that in, in Norwegian, so, like, we have, I don't know, it's it's weird, like, I, I'm, I don't fully understand the, what's it called? Do you guys, was it, is it called English? English language? Is that? <laughs> yes. Um, the English okay. language is weird, because it's a it's a mashup of a bunch of other languages. I'm such a f- huge fan of English, though. I wish I was, like, more fluent than what I am. Like, I, I'm pr- pretty okay, but, like, I wish I was, like, better. But, I mean, I, I can get better. I wish that I frankly understood more Norwegian because whenever I hear it, like, Norwegian and Icelandic always just sound like everyone is saying something just whimsical and powerful at once, even when you know you're you're yeah. saying like hello how are you um like- <laughs> my friend told me she feels like every time I say something in Norwegian I sound so happy she's like <laughs> you just sound like the happiest person I've ever met <laughs> that's but I kind of get it though because like we sing a lot more when we talk like it's more like la, 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 la. Yeah. but you guys are more like da, 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 da. like you guys go like more down like boom yeah, we have we have more downbeats and it's a more kind of like staccato language. It's not quite as choppy as some languages, but it's it's pretty choppy. And so it lends itself to singing in a way because you can do it rhythmically, but it doesn't yeah. have like a singy aspect to it, like a cool cadence when you're speaking it. No, but I I'm into that. I'm into this language. I want to I want to learn French though. That would be really cool. Oh, French is so cool. I started learning French and then forgot because I was a child. <laughs> oh, I thought yes. maybe yeah, you were going to say you, you were doing like Duolingo or something. <laughs> a lot of my friends have picked up different languages on Duolingo and then talk about being like essentially like hunted down on their phone by the Duolingo owl. <gasps> 
oh my god I was literally just gonna say that because they're like hey we miss you and they're like hey they're like they're guilt tripping the shit out of me you know, like what the, I'm like yo do you guys have the right to be like this it's like you I don't even know I'm I'm not vibing with the with the with the notifications they're sending me it's just not a good energy <laughs> yeah yeah they're really well. calling me out <laughs> That's exactly. It's like if you respond well to like shame, which I mean, some people do because it's horrifying. It, it's, it works. But otherwise, you're like, no, don't shame me into learning another language. Oh, my God. I, know. I wonder like who like maybe I don't know who's making making those notifications, but they're probably having a lot of fun. <laughs> they're messing with everyone. Yeah, they're just like, why doing this? <laughs> learn French or die. That's, that's, exactly. that's, I, only that's the newest notification I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So I was like, I was going to ask how learning French was going, but it sounds like the answer is terrifying. Yeah. It's not going very well for me. Um, <laughs> I kind of fell, I fell out of, of that, especially after the death threats, but, yeah. Yeah. um, <laughs> but I, I learned how to say I'm girl in red, which was uh, Je suis la fille en rouge. Ooh. Oh, that's. But I. Yeah, that sounds. Je suis la fille en rouge. Fuck. Je suis la fille en rouge. Je m'appelle Marie. Ich komme aus Norwegen. That's German. Yeah, I was just like, hold up. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's from. That's from. Um, that's like ninth grade German right there. There we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, you didn't get bullied into learning too much French, but you learned just enough French. That sounded very good. Like even like the transition to German was rather seamless. <laughs> I, I mean, from anyone who doesn't speak any of those languages, it's probably, it sounds pretty nice, probably. But I, I, don't, think, I don't think neither of them were probably good. I mean, I do have like, I have a good ear though, like, because I think it's, I can sing. So therefore I have like, like I can kind of hear like how, like the way languages kind of like move, I guess, you know what I mean? Like yes. the tone. Yes, I completely I so. agree. That's whenever I've been trying to pick up languages, like it helps when I'm in a place so I can hear people speak it because then I can just hear what they're doing. And then essentially you, you just, you make those sounds back and ta-da, you've made words. <laughs> there's, there's actually one thing I really want, like, like how do actors, like, why are there so, why are actors so good at like doing accents? Like that's something I've been wondering about. Hmm. Like, okay, let's say Emma Watson doing like an American accent in like The Perks of Being a Wallflower, the movie, which I've also watched a hundred million times. Uh, mm -hmm. um, like, I, I've never understood that. Like, okay, like, let's say any random person, it's like, oh, can you do a British accent, eh? And it's like, then they go like this and it sounds bloody horrible, right? <laughs> it sounds, it sounds bloody, bloody shit. But then like, if you, you know, some like American dude, Okay, have you ever watched Riverdale? So, I I have. At first, I was like, oh, this is like so bad that it's good. That I was like, did it just loop back to bad again? Or did the bad loop to good again? Like, it kept swirling between those two. <laughs> yeah. Riverdale is a real journey. That's like, 
I feel like Ruda started out like pretty like it started out okay, but then like the plot just got lost in itself. Like like it just got so lost. So and then I got lost in it, and then I stopped watching it. But <laughs> I was just thinking of like, uh, uh, oh, what's he? I can't even know. His name is you know the red hair guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. KJ Appa. I'm not sure. KJ Appa. I don't know. Like the guy who Anyways. plays red haired guy. Yeah, and yeah. He he does a really he's I think he's from Australia, but he does a really good American accent. Oh, I had no idea he was not American. So he does do a good American accent, right? Right. I was I was really distracted by how they and I find it beautiful and fascinating how they color tone that show, like yeah, the, yeah, the way that they color correct things that almost like whoever has red hair, like there's that the girl with the red hair as well, like their hair always looks almost like supernaturally red. It's so interesting yeah. to me how they did that, that I was like, I wonder how they color corrected this, that like there's other parts that aren't red, but they somehow made the hair really red. I honestly have no idea. Probably just like some killer ass, what's graders or whatever. What do you guys call them? Color, color graders? There's or? like color graders, like visual effects. See, this is why it's hard for me to sometimes watch television is that like, what do I get distracted by? I'm like, how do they make their hair look so red? And like nothing else that's red in the scene is not red. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, but what about movies? Do you watch movies? Very infrequently for that exact same reason. What's the last one you saw? Uh, Toy Story when it came out. I watched Eurovision. I watched all of that. I watched because I No, watched- that ain't no movie. <laughs> I don't really think I was like, what did I last watch? That was a full movie. That's <laughs> the last oh one we watched. <laughs> no. Honestly, thinking I well, I don't think I, I don't I can't remember the last one I watched either. So it's a bit it's a bit <laughs> tough one to take on the spot, honestly. And it's not that long ago since I watched a movie. So I I just never listened to podcasts. I wonder what it's like to like yeah. I I I I've I this sounds really embarrassing, but I I don't I didn't really know what podcasts were until 2019. <laughs> do you want to know? Uh, do you want to know a secret? Yeah, I, I didn't either until I started a podcast. <gasps> how how did you wait? How does that even work? Oh my god! How does that like, work? The deepest darkest secrets. Um. It's all about when you were saying, you're like, I don't know who I am anymore. And I was going to ask you about a, being a photographer. When when you end up stuck alone, you end up like discovering weird things. And like I had discovered yeah. on a lark that there were these things called podcasts um, that I personally hadn't listened to. But I was like, oh, wait, you can just record yourself talking to people. Oh, that's cool. I want to talk to people who do a bunch of different things because I do a bunch of different things. And it was literally just a random idea that it popped in my head. Um, oh, and then I got stuck inside for a long time. <laughs> so, okay, so when did you start this podcast? Re- like, like last year then? I started it um, right before lockdown. Like I, I tried a few episodes on my own in 2019 just to see like if I liked it. And I did. Yeah. 
And then one of my friends who does like music and journalism and stuff was like, oh, do you want me to produce your podcast with you? And I was like, well, that sounds like a lovely idea. No idea what that meant, but I was like, yeah, sure. Love, love that. <laughs> Just like you hear the word producer and you're like, yeah, I'm sold. I, I exactly. want the part. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I'm a, I, I play music. I know what a music producer does. I'm one of those. Let's find out what a podcast producer does. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so you made it later, we're here <laughs> whoa okay that's pretty cool I, I don't I don't feel like I picked up on anything like I, I feel like I don't, I don't feel like I've made anything like cool like embarked on any like thing new other than like I've actually I did start listening to a few podcasts during quarantine so I feel like that that's growth right there that is growth what and and you have a dog familiar I'm like okay. Actually, that's that's also that's also a wild one. <laughs> an album. So I did do something, and so I haven't just been laying on the floor and just I I I maybe I think I've, I had a pretty decent time actually. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're still here talking, so therefore I'm like, I know you did good. <laughs> like I'm like, <laughs> you've made it this far. <laughs> like, oh my. This is Wait. so cool. And did I've you never been on a podcast either. I wonder, like, I wonder, <laughs> I, I, I feel so weird right now. <laughs> We're having a meta podcast experience. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe people goodness. think it's like weird. I'm addressing it. Maybe they're like, dude, you're breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> That's hysterically funny. Yeah, I low-key, I didn't listen to any. And I'm like, one, I'm curious what you're listening to. And also, did you like casually just be like, oh yeah, I also made an album? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did say that. Uh, Well, I listened to like a few Norwegian ones. So they're pretty like, uh, probably very unknown. But I've Mm -hmm. I've listened to this other one that's called Switched on Pop, I think. Oh. Uh, I I think that's what it's called. I, I might be like not remembering the name correctly but uh so I'm mostly just like checking out music stuff but I also my friend or acquaintance or whatever I don't know who she is <laughs> whatever <laughs> uh she sent me a few podcasts that I would that I listened to and it was just like but it wasn't like two people talking it was like more this one person telling a story about their life which was really giving and like very rewarding listening to so um I think I want to spend more time like getting shit like directly into my ears, like in- information. And and I I mean uh, yes, I podcasts sound <laughs> nothing else, <laughs> nothing else, or, or maybe music. I can have music in my ears also. Do you? Because I know that you said that you have film. I was like, wait. So do you shoot like do you shoot film on video or do you shoot like photography film? Uh, I shoot photography film but now I, I have a super 8 camera also that I bought film for so that's like sh- photography film but it's a film camera uh Ooh. video camera thing yes. so uh but I mostly just I like to take pictures and I like to do it on film because it just feels like it has a lot more um I don't know I, I just feel like I like the vibe of film and like how it looks and also like you can't 
It's interesting talking to people who work with film because unlike digital, it's not like you can like, oh, I'm just going to take like 20 of them and like edit one. It's like with film, it's like, no, this is the, this is the one version of this that I am taking. Yeah. And then obviously you can edit it later, but usually I think it's nice to just like, I mean, you can kind of like color or like you can grade it and like edit it a little bit just to like make it pop because it can get a little bit like faded, but yeah. I, I don't know I just you get someone like uh like I don't know I feel a lot more aware every time I take a picture with like a film camera yeah but honestly I, I've been taking so many pictures now so now and it, and I only do it with film so it's kind of like I take so many candid photos that I that I'm not being as careful anymore which which kind of sucks but <laughs> I'm I still love like you know getting them developed that always feels like Christmas so I still love that part of it. Yeah, I was just yes. going to ask about that. I was like, one, what are you photographing? And two, where do you get them developed? Because that was always my favorite thing when you take a roll in and then you have to wait until you get the photos back. And there's kind yeah, of- Yeah, because I love like forgetting like what I've like photographed. I love that. Like yes. looking back and then like, oh, I didn't, I, can't, I didn't remember I did this, but like, I'm so happy I have it like captured. Yeah. Um, I just like, I like to shoot anything really, like hanging out with my friends, uh, my dog looks cute for a second, my sister in the kitchen reading, like anything that's like, like feels remarkable in like a very small daily way, like a, like a, like everyday kind of beauty, if, if that makes sense. That totally makes sense. I love that. I used to take a camera with me when I was in like, like high school. I would sometimes take like a disposable camera with me just to like have around and I yeah. would take random pictures. And then like when the role was done, I'd get it developed and same thing where it's like, I would forget what I had taken photos of until I got them back. But then it would be like a very similar things where it's like almost like mundane everyday things, but it's so much fun to like see the beauty in those and to also like just see different images of all those moments. I mean, those are, I feel, I mean, I feel like those are the best photos I mean like you can get your friends together and say cheese but like yo what's that does not reflect anything of like how it was to be with your friends at that time you know what I mean yeah yeah it's, it's like, I, I don't want to have like no constructed moments or anything I'm always like don't look at the camera you bitch like <laughs> to my friends when I I'm, I'm <laughs> taking pictures because I'm like I, I'm, I don't want to be here when, when I take out the camera, like I, I'm not here anymore. So, so funny, aggressively yeah. candid photos. <laughs> it's always, but I'm always just so aggressive, but it's like in a lovey, like a, a loving way. So yes. Yes. it's always well meant, but I feel like, I feel like my entire like friend group and my band and like anyone who's around me now, like they know, they know that I don't want them to react so they're kind of I don't there's not that much yelling anymore the, the yelling phase is over <laughs> now it's just the, the silent skulking about with the camera being like haha I take photos ma <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah and everyone's just like oh okay yep, yep. this is gonna be bad but we're just gonna pretend we're not hilarious. here <laughs> <laughs> well it's, it's fun being the photographer because then like in some ways you get to capture everything but I'm like oh do you do you have people ever take photos of you on film or like what's your experience of being on the other side of the camera? 
No, okay, I've actually thought about this because like every time I hang out with my friend, I take a lot of pictures just because I like taking pics, whether it's just on my phone or, um, you know, camera or whatever. And he's always like, send pics, send pics. And, but he never takes anything of me. Bitch, <laughs> bitch, I don't want to send you, you photos. Like, like we can trade, but oh, wait, you don't have anything. Looks like you don't get any. Like, yep. I, I don't, I mean, I don't, I always end up sending him pics, obviously, but it's just like, why can't, like, I don't know. I guess it's just like some people see images and some people don't. So therefore, like, some people take mm-hmm. pics and some people don't. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm not that much. Like, I don't, there aren't as many pics of me as it is from, like, of my sister or, but I do have one friend who takes pics of me uh, because he, he's the same, he's the same as me. So, like, Mm -hmm. uh, he always, he's always the one walking around with the camera and takes pics of everyone. But no, but when there's, like, no pics of him, but now we kind of, when we hang out together, it's always, we fulfill each other's photo needs. So that's great. Yes. Well, that's when you were saying, like, you know, that even when we were talking earlier, when you said like, oh, I've been on like my phone a lot and I don't want to do that. Like, I think like during this time when that is our connection, it's really strange to me also that it's like one, that's our connection to people. But two, a lot of people have been expressing themselves through photographs of themselves, but it's themselves seen through their own eye, which to me is so interesting Like, I think that selfies kind of get a bad rap where it's like, oh, it's about vanity. And it's like, I mean, in some ways it can be, but it's like, at this point, it's also like how you see yourself through your own lens. Whereas when someone else is photographing you, like I, I really like being photographed by certain friends of mine because I like how I look through their eyes and it's different than how I look yeah. through my own eyes. Um, and it's very well, it's strange. also like, I feel like, but is the way that we is is a selfie really like how you see yourself or is it just like you you see yourself the way you want to see yourself so you know like let's say have you seen all the tiktoks with the inverted filter and everyone's like oh my god my face is so asymmetrical (laughs) and like uh which is so weird because the way you see that person is always like that and they're not asymmetrical i mean they are but at the same time they are they're not because that's just how people are you know what I mean yes you see them in yeah yeah so I mean so I mean especially when I if if I take selfies which I don't do a lot maybe like once every two weeks there's not a lot of I do mirror mirror pics though just to like to when I have a fire fit I'm like yeah this is dope I wanna wanna save this but I always feel like you know I it's because the way I see myself, I'm not satisfied with. So I, mm. you know, I put tilt the cameras in different angles the way I want other people to see me, you know? I hadn't thought of it that way because I, I do sometimes wonder about the camera tilt when I'm taking outfit pics because I'm like barely five feet tall and I realize my perception looking in a mirror is not going to look like really anyone else looking at me unless they're like a child. Um, like everyone yeah. sees me kind of from this like above angle and so I tried photographing myself from that and it was this really like strange experience where I was just like is that what other people see because I can't really mimic like what do other people see of me if they're yeah. encountering me um, and like no one's encountering me lately so I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just showing what you you kind of think 
feels good to show other people also but oh my god not five feet tall barely if I stand up really straight <laughs> okay so you're like four nine like four they, nine and a half. at the doctors they gave me like they gave me four eleven and three quarters and I was like really guys and so they oh, were like, wait you guys go up to 11 I thought we, you guys oh like, yeah you stopped that you stopped that <laughs> oh we are oh my god the the inches system is so stupid like honestly the metric system makes so much more sense but the only part of the metric system that for whatever reason my brain works in celsius instead of fahrenheit but like since i grew up not using the metric system except for in science class for whatever reason it's still not intuitive for me to use it and that's dumb because oh, it's a better system <laughs> it is a way better system it makes so much more sense honestly like like y'all talking about ounces and shit you lost me already i'm literally googling feet to meters so i can tell you how tall i am in in meters one sec i am 1.5 meters tall <gasps> oh my god <laughs> Uh, well I'm a lot taller than you I'm I'm five nine. Oh, <laughs> you are significantly no, taller than I yeah Wait, but you said something about earlier you mentioned something about in your ears you were saying like production and music or something does that mean you do music production I do do music production <laughs> okay so what what is it that you don't do holy shit <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was literally the thesis of this podcast is I was like, gosh, there's got to be a lot of other people who do a whole bunch of weird stuff. I want to talk to them because that's my life. <laughs> I'm wow, like, okay. Yeah. I, so, so what kind of music do you make? Um, I make a lot of like electronic piano-y singy stuff. Uh, someone called it space witch music and I loved that I was like thank you I am a space witch <laughs> I mean that's 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 one hell of a genre right there thanks um another person was just like wow you're kind of like the millennial Enya and I was like oh my god that's amazing thank you <laughs> wait Enya who's that like I am too young for this shit I was like hello I am tiny and old um Enya Enya is this amazing uh, she's the lady oh. that sings in Lord of the Rings like the, the, the old like, song yeah, yeah. Is it that one? yeah. Okay, yeah. That's, like, that's, I know that from TikTok Heck yeah. She's like, she's the super chill lady that just like amazingly makes this music that sounds very ethereal. And she literally lives like in a castle in Ireland or something like with cats. Like she's, it, it, she just like is living her best life being like, I'm going to record 70 vocal layers in my castle. Ta-da. Okay, that's, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's just her life and i'm like oh my god comparing me to her is like amazing i'm like cool 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 i got the 70 <laughs> layers like where's my castle <laughs> oh my god i found a bunch of like french cast like castles for sale which is insane like in like southern france there are like castles for sale and they're i mean they're really expensive but apparently they're not very good to have for, for your personal <laughs> money savings and shit I don't know what I'm talking about but uh I anyways I, I also want to have a big castle one day that would be so cool there you go 
There you go. Yeah, because I'm like, what could be cooler than like meandering around in these like echoey caverns, just recording things? I'm like, that just sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds very witchy. That sounds that sounds like some magic right there. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like that you'd have your own like potion room and shit. Oh my god. That, that's where you that's where you get the plugins in the potion room. <laughs> Oh my god, that was so nerdy. My brain's like, mm, you could get the serum. <laughs> oh <my> god, Pam. <laughs> oh uh, funny to exactly three people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're we're aiming for we're aiming for the for the for the niche. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I mean, we need to normalize talking about plugins and potions. <laughs> well, yeah, that's especially I've, I've talked to so many artists now who are female and non-binary who it took us so long to be like, yes, I am a music producer, despite being like, well, what do you do? Well, I produce music. Oh, well, I guess you're a music producer. Yeah. Hold up. What? <laughs> that, yeah, the, I, I honestly still struggle with that, like kind of calling myself a producer but that's just because I have like so much respect for that uh yeah. kind of like uh title because I like I mean anyone can call themselves a photographer nowadays but that doesn't mean like I feel like I have the you know the right to call myself a photographer you know what I mean it's like it's not a protected title just right. like a music producer isn't a protected title either but I just feel like I'm I I don't know I just have like so like like honor and fear for that title. Does that make sense? It totally does. I definitely for a long time thought of music production as incredibly intimidating. And then I realized what I was actually intimidated by more was actually the engineering portion of it. Like that's the title that I haven't owned yet because I, I don't think I'm good enough at it yet. Like engineering to say like, oh, I'm an engineer. Yeah, okay. Cause that, that takes like next level. Like you gotta be really good to like, be able to like or do you mean like the mixing part or do you mean like uh setting things up and, and making sure it's it's all sounds really good and like making like eqing and everything when you like kind of like record it and stuff that okay th yes. now we're yes. getting to it like now we're getting nerdy <laughs> okay because like i'm i'm moving out of my own like sort of uh knowledge uh yeah. landscape now so yeah. this must be well uh, this this might be like less nerdy for someone else so it, it I guess nerdy is subjective yeah that's I mean that is like for me as well that's kind of the edge of uh my nerdiness right there where it's but I think it's like they they have this like automatic like sort of like they have all these like they've worked for so long that they will have like all these like paths that they, they kind of know yeah. where to go to make that shit does that make yeah. sense it totally does. And it's like, I don't have that thing yet. I can be like, I want a guitar that sounds like a glacier. And the first time I make the sound, it sounds sort of like an organ mixed with a lawnmower. And I'm like, all right, we'll refine that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but have you, oh, that's an, like, I honestly want to, after this, I want to go into my uh, logic project and I want to try to do that. <laughs> like make something that sounds like a glacier. Like, what is that? That's, that's insane. That's a witchy stuff. Yes. And like, that's, that's why I don't know, maybe there's, maybe there could be an in-between word, like a music experimenter, a sonic sculptor, like something. Experimental music. There we go. Oh. 
that that is not even a thing i know i i remember i have some like stock logic plugins that says experimental guitar and i'm like wow so cool You're like it's so fun <laughs> Yeah, and like, yeah, even because you you did like low key like I love that you literally muttered I made an album, and I'm like, I mean, I did I did make an album. It's done, and I'm just waiting for that shit to come out before I die. I feel like I'm I I have I'm really scared I'm gonna die before it comes out. Oh well, I mean, one don't die, but when do you anticipate it coming out? Like, what's the holdup? What's going on? Uh, no, it's just you know, putting out music. It's like you want to make sure it's done justice, so it takes yes. time. Yes. Uh, to you know, get it to all the right people and to sort of have everyone we want on board have listen to it in time and you know all that stuff. Yes, that's um, very true. So it's kind of it's a lot of work on the back end, and also I've just been doing all these like meetings and showing it off to everyone uh sounds like I was I, I don't know I've been really insecure about it but you know I gotta just fake it till we make it that's 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 my uh, approach right now so but yes it's it's done and it's coming out really soon so I just want it to be out and then I can get on with my life yes <laughs> <laughs> that's the weirdest feeling. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah I I just really I just really want someone else to hear, like the world to hear it. You know, that's why you make something and you put it out because you want everyone to hear it. Exactly. And even, I don't know if this has happened to you, but the things that I'm most unsure of tend to be the ones that people end up liking a lot. And I don't know if there's like some quality of like either vulnerability or confusion. I'm not sure what it is. Um, but the stuff that I feel the most like, um, right before I put it out is usually the stuff that people are like, oh, I really like that. And I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope that maybe if I feel that for the entire album, hopefully that that happens with with everything. And it's I a hope full, so. on, full on win for me. Yes. Did you record it like during this time or did you record it beforehand? Like, what was that like? No, I recorded it during quarantine. So um but I so I started all the idea well I started some ideas in 2019 and then some ideas in 2020 and then I produced them kind of like just trying to I was trying to figure out like what what are these ideas trying to like mm-hmm. find the DNA of the song kind of and uh then I I took them to a friend of mine now his name is Matthias Tellers and I mm-hmm. brought everything into the studio there and I finished all my lyrics there and recorded vocals and uh sort of re-recorded any you know badly recorded guitars that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know I I'm a real sloppy guitarist I'm I don't I don't play very well but Fender has sent me a lot of free guitars so I'm like (laughs) I need to get better (laughs) I did a a guitar interview yesterday and they were like what's your favorite guitar of inspiration I'm like oh I don't even know like (laughs) I I, I need to get I need to start nerding at the guitar stuff (sighs) That's so funny that you're like, I'm not sure. I just have several. <laughs> yes, like, I, I, I like the red one. Um, uh, it's a Telecaster. Yes, I know that for sure. But uh, yes, uh, the colors for me, that's really like what I like. Picks, pickups, no. I, I, I want to focus on the colors. That's, that's right. kind of my vibe. <laughs> I read my pickups. I don't know her. Um. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't know her. Don't, don't talk to me about her ever again. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's so the diva. Funny. That's the diva, co- diva coming out. Exactly. Later, <laughs> Mariah Carey. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I've God. actually never said that in like in a real life conversation. I'm like, no, I, I don't know her because that that it's I don't know. I, I want to start saying that though because I just it feels like someone. If you're really confident, you can say something like that. I want to be a confident person. Yes. One of my friends said it like, and I had, I same thing where I'd never actually said it. I'd, I'd, oh, can you like use the word meme as a verb? Can you say a memed it? Like, is that just, I have no idea. I have, I, mean, I, I think it should be, I think it should be a part of our language because it's a meme is literally a, such a central part of a human life nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's a huge part of how we communicate. Because I'm like, oh no, I've definitely dropped that meme in conversation like multiple times. And then I'm like, can I meme it? Like, can I just say that now? <laughs> but meme, that's also, oh no, that's because isn't that like, you know, that French dude in that box, you know, who's oh, like, yeah. he's memeing. <laughs> Is that what it's called? I'm miming. <laughs> oh, I'm miming. <laughs> oh shit all right okay never mind usually it's so funny because I talk to people about their relationships with social media and prior to this it was so different but now that it's like in some ways it's kind of like one of our only portals I feel like in some ways especially TikTok or at least the corners of TikTok I'm on um they're so like pure and joyful and people are interacting with each other. And I, I actually really like it. Like it feels sociable in a way that like the other platforms don't like, I feel like Instagram gets kind of almost like parasocial where like, you're just sort yeah. of missing someone's life, but you're not participating. Whereas like you can actually have like conversations and back and forth and like duets on TikTok in a way. And so it's like yeah. kind of interact with each other as opposed to just like witnessing each other. Yeah, I, I agree. And like the comments. Also, I'm I'm on the good side of TikTok. I bet there are a but like a, a but <laughs> I bet there are a bunch <laughs> of uh bad sides to it, just like anything with the internet. But oh, totally. the sides that I'm on are just like really fun and light comment sections with where it's all pretty much all jokes. And yeah. I just and and I don't know, it's just always fun to like see a comment with like 400,000 likes because everyone thought that same thing. And it's like, yeah, this is, you know, it's like, I also feel like, especially during the pandemic, which is for me is when I started using t- TikTok. Cause I was like, prior to that, I was like, I don't want another thing to take my, uh, my attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But then I was like, honestly, like I'm, I, I'd rather just see what the fuzz is about. And, um, uh, um, yeah, I feel like there, it's been it's been like a weird hangout place for everyone. Like, especially like I'm on like a very like Gen Z TikTok, yeah. but every, and it feels like everyone's like very understanding. Like, yes, we're all in a pandemic, but at least we're on TikTok together. Kind of, I don't know. Yeah, it has also like it's funny because I'm I'm like as an elder millennial. Um, oh, how old are you? I'm I'm turning 39 next week. Oh my god! I'm ancient, I, but very small. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm I am deleting. I'm deleting age as a thing because like all my friends now are like I'm. I turn 22 next. Oh, when's your birthday? My birthday is February 16th. Oh, mine's the 17th. We have sequential birthday. <gasps> oh my god. Honestly, we could have been, you, I saw a TikTok today that said you could be b- born at the same time, but in different time zones. So maybe, 
say I don't know, but let's say yes for the We're sake gonna of go with yes. I'm going to go with yes. We're going to determine planetary spin just based on coolness. Yeah. You know, what is, it, what, what, what is time anyway? It's flexible, right? You know. At this point, it's completely made up. Someone apologized for showing up to like a podcast interview like five minutes late. And I genuinely like didn't notice. They were like, I'm so sorry. I was like, what are you sorry about? And they're like, I'm so late. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, no, okay. Time is deleted. Time is, you know, we don't know her. <laughs> See, already incorporating. I love this. Um, that's yes. funny what you said about like, Gen Z hanging out on TikTok because I have definitely stumbled into Gen Z TikTok even as an elder millennial. Um, I think because like I'm in like a lot of like mental health TikTok and music TikTok and queer TikTok. Like occasionally I'll meander into straight TikTok and I'm like, oh, that went weird. <laughs> I, I, I think I've wandered into straight TikTok like two or three times, and I'm like, why is this on my for you page? There's a lot of men splitting logs for some reason, and I'm confused by this. That's um, probably because they think they're really hot, and like they think, but you know, all the girls are gonna come dripping for them yeah. I don't fucking know yeah it's very it's confusing to me I maybe it's because I live in LA and I don't need firewood um but it's uh, maybe <laughs> confusing you even get that in the first place you don't need you don't need the wood literally I'm like multiple levels um but like <laughs> but yeah like generally the communities on TikTok are so fun and I love like I love the emphasis also on, like you said, like people are really chill and accepting. And for me personally, I love the attitude of being very open and talking about mental health and sharing tips yeah. about mental health, as opposed to having it either be stigmatized or sensationalized, um, things like that, where like, I absolutely love that about the platform because people aren't preachy on it. Like I do find that on different platforms where people are like, mental health awareness, here's my story, bye. And you're like, I don't know if that helps people, question mark. Um, yeah. Whereas like on TikTok, people are like, here's how I'm feeling and here's how I deal with it. Like, how do you deal with it? How are you? <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's a lot more like, um, day-to-day -day sort of mental health stuff that yeah. at least that pops up on my, uh, for you page, but it's, it's not like I am, I really, mental health should not be like what you said, that cool word that started with an S since. <laughs> Uh, what did I say? Did I say stigmatized and then sensational? No, that other one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sensationalized? Holy crap. <laughs> Knocking it out of the park with words. <laughs> yeah. We're the, we're the word geeks. That's me and you. Together, together we say words. <laughs> yeah, oh my like, God. Yes. Yeah. I, love being, I love being a fragile little human. <laughs> I was joking. I was like, one of my main talents is that my body thinks that like really not scary things are threats. It's like that lawn over there, terrifying threat. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel the same way, but with anxiety. It's just like my body is like, yeah, I have to wake you up now. It's 5 a.m. and I think you're going to die. Yeah, and you're That's, like, why? And your body's like, no reason. No reason. Yeah, you're you're actually like in one of the safest places you could be right now. But uh -huh. no, uh -huh. I will raise your heartbeat like crazy and make you scared. Oh my God. Anxiety is such a jerk. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck him. We don't know her. <laughs> can we, can we exile her? We're actually best friends. Oh my God. Anxiety. It's so interesting though. I, I talk to people about anxiety brain a lot that like, 
one of the cool things about anxiety brain is if you can think of all the catastrophic things that can happen, that means you're quite creative. So I always challenge people to be like, okay, think of at least like half that many things that are good that could happen. Like if you can think of that many bad things that could happen, like, wow, do you have a bunch of ideas? That's great. <laughs> Let's take that and apply oh, it. In the that's a good spin. That sounds like a very healthy, healthy way of thinking of something. Do you, oh, honestly, yeah. I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, it's it's a fun I mean, way. Because I do have a lot of creative stuff. Like <gasps> I do come up with the craziest shit. Yeah, like I, I call it spinning good conspiracies. Because like oftentimes our, our brain is like, what are all the bad conspiracies that could happen? I'm like, oh, well, what, are, what are even some neutral conspiracies? What are some good conspiracies? Like apply that, but like in other emotional directions and see what happens. Because like, wow, the brain's so powerful. <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this. Like next time I'm like, Marie, you have a blood clot that's going through your leg into into your head right now. You need to panic. Next time that happens, I'm gonna be like, okay, what's what's something other creative that's really good? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get the focus out of myself and onto something else. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely, it helps whenever I'm like, my main anxiety is if like I text someone and they don't text me back, I immediately think they hate me, even though I've never like not texted someone back because I hate them. Like it's a completely illogical assumption. Yes. Oh and my God. So, I, know, I know that. I, I then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a good one. That's, no. It's, I, I, I get the same, but like every time I meet someone, like right after I say goodbye, I'm like, okay, they're going to like, they're going to hate me for everything I said. But I, I, I've never felt that way for, for anyone, even though like, even if someone said something weird, I'm like, yeah, they, that's that they're still a nice person. You know what yes. I mean? It's honestly, so important. It, it's, it's kind of selfish to be like, because I, I find myself always like being like, oh, why didn't they reply or like, but it's like thinking of like how like it's it's kind of like I don't know you're focusing a lot like what's wrong with me but really texting is very unnatural thing because like you're present in real life but then like you have to go like into your phone but you can't always go into your phone because if you're out walking and you maybe like you're buying groceries and then you walk home and you don't have your hands there but and but you saw the message but like you need to get home and like you know what I mean it's like there are so many things that does not have anything to do with me or you or anyone so it's like exactly but the thing is like I'm 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 really bad at responding like <laughs> I am I will disappear like you can, my friends will be like hey I miss you and I, I'll see it and then like yeah that's nice and then like I'll do something else and then I forget <laughs> well and especially I don't know about you but when I'm in like writing mode or creating mode I just I'll throw my phone into the proverbial sea you know like I get really I also, I also get like if someone try to contact me when I'm making music I I'm like I get very quickly annoyed which it which isn't a very charming thing and it isn't really a good thing because that person does not know but it's like it's that I just want to be this one place right now. Like, don't, I don't try to get me somewhere else. Is it, yes. You know what I mean? Like, I, yes. I just want to be present and I miss that. Yes. And that, yes. And I'm so glad you were able to actually go in a studio. Cause that's, that's one thing that I've missed during this is like being able to enter that physical space. Like I have like my, my home studio, but like 
I haven't yeah. been able to like go into friend studios or like get into that kind of headspace where you're outside of yourself and you're outside of technology. Well, outside of communicative technology, obviously you're usually using yeah. a computer to record, but it's like, no, actually I used, I used a tape machine for <laughs> four tapes only for me. <laughs> Like, no, I don't. I record directly to Super 8 film. Um, <laughs> no, I definitely don't do that. I don't even think that shit records sound. That would be... Nope. I, I, so, I, yeah, I'm making meme music. I am making fully quiet meme music. I'm just memeing. Just memeing away. I think about, like, your generation and my generation, in some ways, like, the shift to being just super online during this time yes it has been a shift but it hasn't been like entirely destabilizing whereas yeah but it's like it's interesting because like you know I, I'm I've never gotten into Trump TikTok but I know that Trump TikTok is like a huge thing yeah you know? yeah that's that's the so same for me I, yeah so like I've, I've and sometimes the only time I see a Trump TikTok is when you know, some like a Democrat is reacting to it and just like slamming the shit out of what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like, and then I'm like, how did you like? How do you guys find these things? Like, how do you end up on Trump TikTok? Like, I I don't know. Like, uh, it's weird because like my for you page is pretty much just like, you know, it's just feeding me everything I like, and that's why it's so funny because I like everything I watch, so I like yeah. everything I watch, and then I get more of it, and then I. But at least I think it's really important that you know, that awareness, like, so it's not like you think that, oh, because I think it gets scary when you're like, oh, this is funny. And this is how it, this is how the world is, you know, like, if you start living and making decisions, especially like political decisions based on like, things like that. And if you're not like aware, that's when shit starts getting really scary. Yes. Yes. And now I'm word. Yes. I'm curious how to almost like explore other bubbles. Even when you were talking about like releasing an album, the things that go into like sharing it with people and getting it out to people who you most want to connect with and that you feel like most will connect with your music and things like that. Even that's like a community as well. And I think about like, what is it like being outside that bubble? Because I don't usually... I would say like my experience of algos on other platforms seems to be just more chaotic. Like they aren't sure what I want necessarily. Um, yeah. So I don't necessarily like exit. I would say my bubble though. Like I've never been served for instance, like, um, like I've never been served kind of like right wing stuff. Um, no, me neither. And so like, I think it knows like I'm not that far over there, but like occasionally it'll like, it'll send me what I would describe as like either centrist or kind of boring stuff. Like it kind of serves me stuff where it's trying to figure out who I am um oh yeah that's kind of that's scary yeah yeah like it's it oh, definitely it's like yeah. kind of, it's trying to tilt you over to one of the sides yeah it's kind of fascinating and horrifying um you find like i start i start a brand new tiktok and I, what if i like i buy a completely new phone with <gasps> a new apple id and i start a whole new phone and then like oh I, I create this and then i uh so it has like no linking to me whatsoever and then i start just liking right-wing stuff and see what happens. <laughs> i'm so curious because i'm curious now even like i'm like what art is on the other side what you know what forms of expression are on the other side because when you're talking yeah. about that i thought about that that i'm like yeah we share this common language of like 
you know, even you said like, you're like, oh, I know that Enya song because of that. And I'm like, what's, what art do they share? I'm so curious now. I'm just like, they probably, I know they, they share a song that's like, I voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> Have you heard that song? Oh my God. Yeah. Cause the, the flip side of that is the fuck Donald Trump song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, like it's been, it's such an interesting time because we are like, even when you said like, I don't know who I am anymore, I'm in core. Um, like in a way we've been forming our identities outside and then all of a sudden now we have to form our identities only inside. Um, and so all we see is like all these things refract to us in the media. Okay, so left here and right here is a lot different than what it is. Like we have a lot more, we don't have as like, it's not like you're either this or this. It's more like yeah. we, have a, we have a big specter with like a bunch of parties. So yeah. it's like we we don't have, we don't kind of like lead up to like, it's either this or that. Or this. So, yeah. but yeah, but we have kind of, the thing is like, we call, we call them extremists here, like <laughs> right extremists, like populists or whatever. Yes. I'm not sure. So um, yeah, those will like walk around with like, you know, Nazi stuff on them and be like, yeah, we don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's like, it's kind of crazy here also sometimes, but it's all, it's only been one. And uh, it wasn't a fairly big one because you're fucking stupid. If you don't want to wear a mask. Seriously. Like when people don't want to wear a mask, I, I just question, I'm just like, like, I think of my friends from Asian cultures that like wear masks all the time. <laughs> yes like I, I think and courtesy it's, I, I think masks are gonna be so like moving forward just realizing like how like I don't think we're I honestly I, I doubt that you know it's gonna be a long time before people take the subway without putting a mask on like yeah, yeah. like I think and also like I when it comes like small like grocery stores and shit like there's gonna be antibacterials everywhere for for a long time because people will be like oh wait okay so a pandemic happened that fast like pe- like the globalization is still going on like crazy so like we're, it's not like we're going to stop flying everywhere so right right and so, i yeah and i yeah. think it's it's smart to adapt to what's going on and also evaluate like how are we taking care of ourselves and taking care of our planet that this could happen and how do we modify that to take better care of ourselves and our planet instead of being like it, I guess, I mean, it is a form of grief to be in denial, like an anger yeah. and all of that. It's like, I, I get that, but like at the same time, it's like, okay, it's been like a year now. Um, yeah. Like, we gotta adapt. We're, <laughs> that's, that's how we survive. That's evolution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, how do we take better care of each other? How do we take better care of ourselves? And like the world that we live in that in a way it's like, well, how do viruses spread? How do we contain things like this? How do we help our community? How do we help our environment? It like it all ties together, at least in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you? But honestly, speaking of taking care of yourself, my food is here in like two <gasps> minutes. I oh feel like I, I don't want to rush to say goodbye, but uh, like I also I feel like I'm gonna get really stressed when the doorbell rings and I have to oh, run no. downstairs. You're totally fine. I have no concept of time. I didn't realize we'd even gone over an hour because it's been such a pleasure talking to you. I'm like, <laughs> you should totally get your food. <laughs> but honestly, right back at you. It's been really fun. Like I, this is my first podcast, so I mean, it's been a pleasure. It's been it's been good. It's been so much fun. I was just like, oh, I'll see you on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> See you in the comment section. Thank you again for listening to this episode of Why Not Both. 
If you liked what you heard, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. You can also come hang out with us on social media. We are at WNB the podcast, both on Instagram and on Twitter. This season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar magazine. Under the Radar is a nationally distributed print, music, and entertainment magazine and website. You can find them at www.undertheradarmag.com and feel free to support them on Patreon. Extra special thanks to our producer, Laura Studeris, who is literally a rock star. Thanks again, and I look forward to seeing you next episode. Thank you.